1: Con Prime, ¿recibes bombillas en un día? Edison estaría orgulloso. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Orgullosísimo. Recibe rápido los esenciales diarios. Prime, lo cambia todo. Black man, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Her. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the log in. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't want to go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy, you shimmy, yay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. And I serve to the masses Black mass, man, it's time to rock her. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job, Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God, Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God, hurt. Black mass, man, it's time to rock her. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job, Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God, Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God,
2: One, two, one, two.
3: We are here, people. Thank you again for joining us this week on the Urban X Podcast. Urban
2: X Podcast in the building. I want to get some quick shout outs and I see y'all. Early birds. Flip the script. Welcome. Purple Heel TV. Greetings. Peace. Lady soldier. I know that's right. All right. Okay, okay. There's a war on black men. Y'all. That Spotify shit with R. Kelly. We're
3: going to get to that. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it today.
2: Peace to the Urban X Nation. We are here. We are here in the flesh. Uh, a lot going on. How was your week, young man? Oh, My week was really good.
3: Really productive.
2: Real productive? You've been doing some productive? I see you've been like, working out? Yeah, stuff. a little bit. A little bit. You know what I'm saying? Got to get my mind right in the morning. Trying to get buff a little something? Just a
3: little bit. You know, it's harder because I don't eat meat anymore. So.
2: Right, 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 right. So you're on the vegan thing. You know, if you go vegan for six months straight, you become gay. So be careful. Like, go five months and just stop and then go back. Because six months, you'll start watching girl movies and crying. <laughs> I don't
1: know why I'm crying Oh shit, you know.
2: Nah, that's always a good thing um, to clean out your system. Right. Uh, I, You know, I go off and on, and I'm about to get back on it. As you should. You know, but what happens is I be watching these goddamn Arby's commercials, man. Yo,
3: they make anything look good. He be like, yo,
1: succulent beef. Yeah, man. Dribbling gravy. I
3: don't even eat beef. I'm never eating beef in that. And he, that commercial he, he make look, you want to. Yeah, I was like, I might risk it. I might he be like,
2: Arby's, it. we have the meats. <laughs> I be like, them <laughs> niggas got the meats. Yeah. I better get over there and shit. So no, but uh health is wealth as we all know, and in this day and time for real. It's really no if you eating hog ass and, and <laughs> shit like that, it's no excuse for that anymore. Yeah. We when when the slave masters gave us that, grandma did what she had to do. Yeah,
3: it's people that still drink milk. Right?
2: Yeah, I know, I know. And uh, you know I'm
3: still drinking cow's milk?
2: Yeah, cow's milk. And uh, for you what? know, that's that's a little crazy. You know what I mean? But Some of these traditions get passed on. You know, well my my mother ate liver. I'm like, that don't mean you should be eating that shit. Yeah. We ate chitlins and you know well my my mother never I give her that. She she cooked neck bones and pork chops and all that shit. But she never went with the chitlins and the pig feet. She never ate none of that shit. And I think, oh, let's clap mama up for that. Clap that up. Not that I'm (laughs) not that I'm big enough to pork chops, but them shits was good. And I remember one time, side note, I was a five percent. I still study the lessons from time mm-hmm. to time, but I was only 13. I had just got my lessons. My name was Divine Intelligent. Great God, I lie. You know, they give you one to ten in the alphabet and shit. And then it was like, yo, you, you can't eat pork. And I was like, okay, that's eight, hey, if that's what the rules say. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I come home and my mother's in the kitchen. And it smothered pork chops and gravy and rice. And I was like, yo, mom. I'm God now I don't eat <laughs> pork because now I'm God and she was like, okay well then if you don't eat what I cook you just go to bed hungry and then I went in the room I said because I'm God and the pork chops started smelling real good and I was just thinking about how the way mom's cooking up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to be God tomorrow. I'm going to have to start my godship. <laughs> I'm going to start on a fresh week. I'm going to start on a fresh week because I'm not going to blow these pork chops. Mm. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, welcome to the family. Welcome, Urban X Nation.
3: We appreciate you. Definitely. Week by week. Week by week. Shout out know. to the people watching us live. Shout out to the people. You know, when you get to listen to this on, the Apple, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Um, cast box, audio, audio boom. boom. We,
2: we we blowing up. Yeah, we everywhere, man. We everywhere out here. You just got to find us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, with that being said, uh, I want to go to some urban excellence stuff. Okay. You know, since we're trying to push this narrative of urban excellence. So today's urban excellence word of the week or message of the week is going to be. Message. message of the week of is week. your baby mama is always right. Oh if, for the sake of a child, it will avoid a fight. Now, what I mean by that is, listen, um, there's always a lot of drama with a lot of young couples, and you know what I mean? They're going through situations with the children. What I've come to learn is that the children are always watching. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to play... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You already know we in the hood. If you're going to play checkers... The only one who's going to suffer is the child. Mm. So you have to play chess. And that's what we mean by urban excellence. Urban hood booger shit is, fuck you, bitch. I'll curse you out <laughs> in front of the kids. I'll do fuck. You know, but that hashtag urban excellence, and you notice we spelled it without the E. This is how we're going to pump that. So for those who, who rocking with, with that is for the sake of the child, if it's going to avoid the fight because the children are always watching. And a lot of times the baby mama will program the child or the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the child will come see the daddy with anger or vice versa. You know what I mean? The daddy got his new girl. The new girl is throwing shit in the kid head. So it's important that for the sake of the child, that you never argue or talk about the baby mother as much as you want to. When the child leaves, you can call her a whole bitch. I I don't really (laughs) give a shit. But for the sake of the child, because at the end of the day, the children are very intelligent. And they pick up things that even at two and three years old, they understand energy. They know something is wrong. They know mommy and daddy are fighting. They know they're going through that. So take one for the team, talking about for the fellas out there in particular, right? That hashtag urban excellence means take one. You know, the baby mama's always right. If, you know, for the sake of the child, it's going to avoid a, a, a fight. You know what I mean? And then when the child gets older, what you'll learn is, The child will be able to see for themselves. Oh, okay, mommy was on that bullshit. Mm. Or daddy was on that bullshit. I see, you know, what's going on. So allow your presence and your integrity, your urban excellence, shine through. And I believe that in the end, the child will benefit the most. Okay. And then when the mother child gets old enough, you can go in. Let's clap that up.
3: I understand. I I understand that, and um, I'm I'm not a parent, so I you know what I'm saying. But I have friends that are go that go through it with their baby mothers, mm-hmm. and I feel like with the advent you know, of social media, and like the the women can just flip, make any narrative they want. So it's not just between you know. It's
2: not it's not between you and the baby mother yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's, it's between
3: you and everybody and her
2: whole Twitter following yeah, or whatever the case of, may be, and she'll air you out. And, and and that does get a little it does get a little tacky, but
3: like on but like you just tell like the difference between how people treat mother's day to father's day. Yeah, absolutely. Mother like Father's Day is Mother's Day for a single for single mothers. Absolutely, I I
2: absolutely, and, and we understand that. But for the fathers who are trying, you know, the ones who are about to flip their wig and you know what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. you know, the, the mother's being difficult, um, you know, hang in there, hang in there, it gets better. You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of times these women are scorned for whatever reason. A lot of times these dudes just got with these women on some kind of, you know, party shit. And mm-hmm. now the child is here. And once the child is here, um, the child is here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that means your whole narrative about life has to change because this child is here now. And if you can and you're capable, you need to get to work
0: mm-hmm.
2: on that. Okay. So that's our urban excellence uh yeah, we're gonna be coming at you weekly with the message of the week. Yeah, yeah, I'll, he'll have some. I'll have yeah. some. Uh, suggest some, even in the chat room, if you feel yeah, some, yeah. a topic. Just just hashtag urban excellence, and uh, you know, because we're trying. <clears throat> even I'm gonna have to walk back on some things I said on a couple of shows ago. Mm. Because it doesn't fit into the narrative of urban excellence. I get a break because we just created this shit on the fly. (laughs) But I want to walk back on some things because I want to make sure what comes out of my mouth at all times is I'm responsible for it. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I'm saying, you know, what I mean, I'm responsible for it, and I'm not tearing somebody down or, you know, we get sidetracked. I'm still going to do me, you know what I mean? But I want to keep it in context to make sure that the narrative is proper. All right. Well, well, well. How was your week, though? Oh, my week was good, man. I, I'm alive. Uh, you know, my daughter scored an eleven hundred out of sixteen hundred. Out of sixteen hundred, that's a start, and it's the first time taking it. She's just yeah. a junior. Clap that up. Yeah. Now, you remember though, she got to get a twelve fifty oh, to get that bread to yeah. get the five hundred. I'm gonna give her a thousand if she maintains ninety average, man. But Mama Dukes threw in an extra five hundred. So remember, she took the test a second time. Yeah. And she didn't get those scores yet. And so the way they do it, they take your you take the highest their scores. highest scores. And combine them, yeah. So she, and combine them. So
0: she still has a shot. Yeah.
2: Yes, that's Eli. He's our cameraman yeah, for the I'm day cameraman because, because cameraman. Uh, Wifey is yeah. at my my daughter's out dancing, and Wifey's there. You know, I can't be everywhere. We wanted to be here with you guys. So Eli is uh, let's clap that up. Eli is <laughs> working the cameras. We put everybody to work here. Everybody yeah. got a job. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, uh, so she still has a chance to get that bread. Yeah, and she
3: could take the test next year. So you know, so what's good? Uh, so this happened. I feel like this happened like after our um, episode last week. Oh, okay. Um, Azalea Banks. She's a rapper. She went on the Breakfast Club, and she kind of let the clip. Go. Oh, she let it loose. She went in on Rizza, Cardi. Like, she let the she let it go. Mm. Right? And it kind of started a firestorm at Cardi because everybody kind of flipped. Which I, I called that happening months ago.
2: You did. You did. You said months once ago. that
3: happened, they start flipping on
2: you? I called it... I called it... Um, And you start... You, you also mentioned how... You start getting bigger than your audience.
3: Yeah, you know
2: what I mean. Never take your audience for granted and stuff. You
3: went I, in on it. I called it um, when well, we were interviewing Cambada. Yes. Yeah, we interviewed Cambada. Shout out to Cambada and Brother Rich. Absolutely. We were interviewing them, and I, I kind of just called it because it's 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 a pattern as as old as hip hop.
2: Right. Right.
3: Right. Like, and we have this thing where we love we love them on the way up. And then once they get to that pinnacle, and I think like her album was the pinnacle. We uh-huh. start, we start chopping down. Now you start. People are, are pointing out things that Cardi's been doing, but now they want right. to dislike her for and it.
2: Now it's an issue.
3: Now it's an issue, and, and now-
2: that also shows the contradiction and hypocrisy. And that's why you can't follow the masses. Cause the masses are easy to control. Now mm-hmm. I told you this thought stream is digitized now, so they can throw so, a couple of things up on a couple of timelines, yeah. and people will start riding with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Then it becomes a snowball downhill, a digital snowball downhill, and and those sometimes you never recover from.
3: Yes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. So uh, the argument with uh, Iggy, is, Iggy is, uh, Azalea Banks and Cardi is that uh, she she she's been calling Cardi a caricature. Of black women, of the worst aspects of black women, mm, right? She's mm. loud, she's ghetto, um, she's not very really, really articulate. That's what and what, um, Joe Budden even said this, which I think is not really fair because Iggy Azalea knows what she, She's very intelligent, uh huh. Right, very intelligent. She knows how to put an argument together, but she's bipolar too. At the same time, at yes, the she same is. time. So yes, it's just is. like she wants to turn it on. She can, right? Like, you know what I mean? So. Uh, um, and then a lot of people I've seen on Twitter, like a lot of people have been agreeing, like yeah, she is. She um, Hispanics only want to um, say they black when it when it benefits them, but which is true.
2: Yes, yes, but she's been claiming black from from the rip.
3: I mean, they, I think they they got like videos of her calling black girls like uh, roaches or something like that well, back in the day.
2: Okay, well so, that's like Eminem who uh, called black women uh, black bitches or something. Mm-hmm. He got a couple of freestyles mm-hmm. out. We forgave him. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, those who rock with Eminem forgave him. Yeah. So um that's that's you know, I listen, if you start pulling files on Black Dot, I done said some crazy <laughs> shit. I said some crazy shit that even I go, god damn, I said that. Ouch. that was some crazy shit. So um I, I don't hold, let that hold too much weight, but Iggy is definitely uh what's her name? Azalea Banks.
1: Azealia.
2: Uh she's very manipulative. Yeah. Uh she knows what she's saying mm-hmm. and how to say it. And she probably got a new album coming out as well. I'm pretty sure she has some music coming out.
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. But and then um, uh, somebody else was beefing with Cardi. Uh, what was her name? Ania former stripper rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. yeah, beefing now, and it's just like all of us and um another rapper. I think her name was Cash Doll or Cuba, Cash Doll, something like that. They all, it's just kind of like they all
2: jumping her. They all jumping on Cardi because Cardi is the target now. She's pregnant, and she's pregnant, and that's very sensitive. That's a very sensitive time.
3: That's, that's wild, like
2: yeah, yeah. And, and my thing is this: um, the character of the worst black woman. I mean, I mean, listen, you damn if you do and you damn if you don't, right? Right. So the fact that she can't articulate herself, should not be a strike against her. Yeah, I don't think that makes her dumb either. I don't think that makes her dumb. A lot of people who are intelligent do not have the capabilities to articulate themselves. That is a gift. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we take that for granted. I think the authenticity of who she is by not trying to be somebody she's not. Now, if she came out and changed her name to Sekmet Mecca Queen... <laughs> So and so of the 19th dynasty, we would kill her. Yeah, if she came out her tap, her tap now, you know, you know <laughs> peace to the black nation. <laughs> this is Cardi B. You know, I'm gonna say a black power to everybody. We would fucking murder her. Yeah. you know what I mean. But because she's being who she is, yeah, and she's saying this is who I am, doesn't mean she can't get better. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I mean by we, we have to stop going in on young people like. Pointing the finger because young people I was young We just didn't have Instagram and all that crazy stuff Around with some of the stuff we did And we have to give young people A chance to grow And I don't think we do that enough We go in as elders Especially in hip hop Oh that shit they doing is crazy Uh, We would never do that No we did some crazy shit We smoked dust We sniffed cocaine We did all that shit in hip hop So don't talk to me I've been around Damn near since the inception You understand what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So stop being so judgmental on young people. Yes, they're going through a tough time, but we are responsible for that as eldership as well. And being responsible doesn't mean I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. Y'all ain't shit. Being in an eldership is saying, I understand what you go to. I may not necessarily agree with all of it, but I understand it. This is why I can do an article on mumble rap. And the young people say, thank you. Like, geez, at least somebody of your era is understanding. And I don't have all the answers, but I can't get in front of a bunch of young people and go, fuck Wayne, fuck Lil Yip Yap, fuck this (laughs) one, fuck Lil Shorty, and expect my audience to tune into what I'm saying. I have to find the diamond in the rough. All of you out there who work with young people, you have to find that diamond within that rough. And then work from there. So Cardi B is a testament of a young woman who used to strip, who lived in pissy hallways. Mother was probably on welfare the whole nine yards, and she caught a break.
3: You know, I, I wanted to also like talk about is remember we talked about this last week when black people were, like we picking shoes. Yeah, to, we're very selective we, with we our selective. racism so, and
2: and and bigotry. And so,
3: is one day it's. Uh, Spanish people Or Hispanic people Need to embrace That they're black mm-hmm. Right But they do And now she's a caricature Of what the worst part is Absolutely it's, not, it's a little hypocritical It's a little hypocritical And she's pregnant She's with child Even though Somebody mentioned in the chat She was twerking with child But
1: whatever
2: Yeah She was twer- twerking with child She was I agree But she doesn't have The right people Around her to go sis All the energy That you're gyrating That sexual energy Is being transferred To the child All of that all of these negative people around you, just tugging on you because they want to make money off you, mm-hmm. is affecting your mindset, and as a result of that, is affecting the child. See, the people you put around you are supposed to go, no, boo boo. You yeah. with child now. Yeah. Calm down. We'll make that money. Go and reflect because we want this child to hit the earth, plant, plant a uh, uh, plane in a better condition than you ever was. Mm-hmm. We want. The mental, physical, and spiritual composition of this child. I don't know what Quavo's sperm is like. You offset. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I'm saying. is it Offset?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yes, uh, Sorry, Real quick
0: update. Offset got in a car accident
2: today. Offset yeah. got in a car accident today. Was that recent?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh,
0: Minor injuries. Yeah. Car wrecked, when he's fine.
2: Okay. Okay. That that that's an update from Eli on uh, sorry,
0: what's his name that? again? Offset. Offset. Okay. offset. Yeah.
2: So. She, This is her first child, so she doesn't understand the magnitude of carrying a child. Yeah. What kind of music you're supposed to be listening to? What kind of food you're supposed to be eating? And she,
3: she almost had a fight with somebody. Yeah,
2: her. Yeah. She, because that's the hood in her, yeah. and that's anger and aggression, and that will affect the child. You know what I mean? So without the right people around, but I'm not going to criticize her for that if she don't know no better. Yeah. You got young kids out here drinking Pepsi and fucking eating cheese doodles at one years old. You know what I mean? And you want to know why these children are hostile? So let's pipe it down a little bit. Our urban excellence is to be lovingly critical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be critical of the situation, but let's not just throw you know throw rocks because she's in a tough situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least the father is there. That's true. You know what I mean? Because she could be going through without a father, and then she's carrying anger toward the person who got her pregnant. You know what I mean? At least she's not uh, sitting in a house with no money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Thinking about how I'm going to feed this baby. At least she doesn't have those kind of stresses. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So for uh, Azalea Banks, whose music I've never heard. I've never heard one song of Azalea Banks. Not
3: one. Me neither. In passing, not like, oh, shit, that was a dope I haven't heard nothing. But, you know, it's I only know her for her long, super long Instagram captions. Right. Or her videos going in on somebody once they reach... A certain level. A certain level. Right, right. Then she feel
2: it's, it's her duty yeah. to come out. So, we want to keep our eye on the ones who are always pushing that narrative. You heard what she what? said about
3: RZA? She went in on RZA. No, what did <laughs> she say about RZA? <laughs> she said he's like a fake, like, uh, you know, all he does is like read one self-help book and thinks he's like some genius. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> But she, well, she had an
2: incident with him. Yeah. And uh, was it uh, Russell Poole? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe? Crow. Yeah. And uh, she felt Lizzie should have backed her on that yeah. situation. But he yeah. said,
3: oh, she was wrong. Like,
2: but, you know, yeah. and that's another thing. Don't ask me, yo, where were you, son? You was wilding. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, you're on your own when you wild. Unless you're my peoples. Because I've jumped across a table and clocked the dude in his eye and then told my man, like, nigga, you was wrong. That shit mm. you did... <laughs> That was some wrong shit, yeah. but we in here together. Yeah. Let's get up out of here. That's a little something different. If yeah. you're the peeps, my peeps don't ask questions. It's like, yo, what? Bang, bang, bang. And then yeah. they'll come and be like, yeah, you, you was wrong.
0: Yeah. We'll
2: be sitting around your D, that, that that was wrong. You shouldn't have said that to his girl. Yeah. That shit was just yeah. wrong, son. You know, yeah, yeah nigga, but we, we survived. You know, so, but that's back in the days when, you know, wasn't a lot of gunplay involved and yeah. stuff like that.
3: What else we got going on? Uh, Joe Button just announced he has a new show on Revolt TV um, called State of the Culture. State of the Culture? State of the Culture, yes. Okay, okay. State of the Culture. State of the
2: yeah. Culture. Okay, all right.
3: Yeah, Um, this comes, like, remember, he was on Everyday Struggle. Or yeah. Complex. He right, left right. because I guess they wasn't trying to pay him. Right, money. the money wasn't right. Money wasn't right. And then they tried to replace him with Star and this dude named Weno. And I, I think Everyday Struggle has been canceled. Or, yeah, or I, haven't, I haven't heard...
2: I wasn't watching it anyway, but...
3: Yeah, after Joe left, I stopped watching. Like I'm subscribing and everything. Right, so right. Just, and
2: And I think he knew that and maybe Revolt was just waiting for the final nail to drop mm. on everyday struggle. Mm. Um I think Star probably, you know, didn't need the money. It might have just been a cash deal for him to mm. get that bread if they cancel It's in my contract, nigga. No,
3: you know I, what I'm saying? I think he asked for the out. Oh, he asked for the out. Yeah, he asked for the out.
2: Okay. Okay, maybe it wasn't his thing. He's sitting there debating some young kids about some shit that don't really you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're talking about academics? Yeah. yeah. We
0: said that too. We said like We it, said
2: that, that it, combination didn't really seem well. Uh so let's clap that up for Joe. Yeah. State of the culture. Yeah, I see we having some tech some technical problems here.
3: In the in the chat, can y'all tell us if y'all hear the clap?
2: Did y'all hear that clap? Did y'all hear the clap? Cause uh I can hear it in the headphones. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know we good there. Well, don't worry. I, I'm I'm working on some stuff as we speak. No worries, no worries. Get rid of this. Yeah. So um, what's the topic of the show gonna be? It's gonna be pretty much the same stuff. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay.
3: Um. Oh, they're going in. They're trying to get everybody that even is. Accused. Who's who's spearheading this movement? Uh it was some women's. Some women's. It's a
2: women's group. Yeah, and they're fed up with the misogyny in in the music. I guess. Or but this,
3: but Spotify. It's Spotify's fault. They open themselves up for this.
2: Yeah, they open themselves up by patting themselves on the back yeah. by saying we shut down R. Kelly. Y'all and, should too. And y'all should too. And yeah. then they're gonna hold up. It's a whole list of people. And before you know it, it's only gonna be three artists.
3: Especially, Spotify. especially if you peel back the layers on, like, rock music. Oh, if you start peeling back Come the layers on, on, on that rock music. Come on. And
2: that hip-hop, you know, I mean, can I say bitch-hole? Can I say that shit? <laughs> can I say bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks? You know what I mean? Yeah. That, this is the, the language of this generation.
3: Yeah. Can I say I'm popping mollies? Can I say I slipped her mom? Yeah, so, like, so... When do we draw the line on on what's acceptable? Because what if I say like because this
2: becomes a a, a, an amendment, like a First Amendment, right? right, right. Right. This this taps into some deeper stuff. You better pay attention to that,
3: right? Like the fact that they because what if um people do this on like Netflix or of a movie star, like I want all their movies taken off of Netflix Uh, because this becomes a
2: template, yeah, right? For and they always do this. The template if the template flies, all bets is off with everything, including YouTube. They'll shut Black Dot down. Mm. Then I'll have to come on the show with a suit. Good evening, welcome <laughs> to Urban X, and it is great to be here with you. And the next topic will be right after these commercials. It's like
0: it's like um, the movie Undercover Brother where they had the fried chicken. Exactly. Brain, uh, uh,
2: yeah, uh, brainwashing you through the chicken. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nutrition. Absolutely. So I don't know, like I don't. I... No, I'm going to say as far as the Spotify situation is you have to pay very close attention to this simply because, um, like we said, this could be the template. If you get away with this, if you let a woman's group get away because they're in their emotions about something they heard they didn't like, then, you know, who's to stop, uh, like you said, them from saying Netflix? I don't want to see violence no more. Yeah. These movies are too violent, I think. And then it, it becomes an issue that never stops. And now your First Amendment rights mm-hmm. to speak, or you know, speak truth and how you feel, becomes questionable. And
3: we have to like discuss like how much weight an allegation holds. Absolutely, absolutely. Because if an alle- like if somebody was um, not even convicted of something ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. And you're trying now to, you know, redo. It. I don't think that's on
2: first tape. Wasn't um Pat Patricia? M-
3: no, Molly. Yeah, oh, my,
2: Pat Patricia oh. was the football. Pa- coach. Pat
3: Patricia, the football, the the defensive coordinator from the New England Patriots. He's the head coach for the Detroit Lions now. Right, yeah. and he was accused of sexual assault or sexual misconduct twenty years ago, and they were they were debating if he should even have the a charges job now. were dropped. Charges were dropped. too. Charges
2: were dropped. Oh, if, and I'm, now they're debating 20 years later something he did as a 20 year old that even the charges will drop if he should be employed today. Right. If we if, we, if we're going to start using that mandate, everybody's going to be in trouble. You know what I mean? And these allegations, especially through social media, yes. See, social media will try and convict you. And then when you are found not guilty, uh, I think we lost our city. Oh, OK, we're, we're, we're back. Uh, if you're found not guilty, social media don't care about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Social media ain't going to come back and say, oh, he was found. My fault. They've they yeah. been and had their field day. This is why the social media stuff is dangerous. Yeah. And this goes back to what we're saying, hashtag urban excellence. We want to make sure we don't fall victim to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it can get very dangerous. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we start doing that,
3: so we want to guard our words. And we want to have some fun, but be responsible. And making judgments off retrospect is not fair. It's yo. really
2: not, man. It's really not. Some stuff I did when I was 19 years old, when I didn't even—I was barely
3: had hair on my nuts. You and, know what I mean? Now and now I'm—I I'm, have a family now. Like you right. know what I'm saying, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm working. I have a family now. So now, what you're saying is. I shouldn't be able to 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 provide for to my family now because I got a let I got accused of something back then. That's and not And yet fair.
2: my record for the last twenty years is clean, it's ethical, it has integrity to it. I haven't gotten any more trouble. Now it's different if it's an ongoing right.
3: situation where like, I'm not gonna lie, like Chris Brown, I don't feel bad for him because he I feel like after the people um accepted you again from the Rihanna thing, right? You was on borrowed time. You was on borrowed
2: time, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like And that means you must walk the straight and narrow. Same yeah. thing with OJ. Yeah. How you gonna write a book yes. if I did it? Come on, that <laughs> means you had no respect for for the for the system in itself. Right. So if Chris Brown, because now it's a friend of his being charged with rape, and they tried to get him,
3: but but because he is who he is, association, your, your right? name is thrown in there. That's your fault. And people saying, like, yo, they keep trying to get this kid. And sometimes I agree, like, because, again, they put his name in there. But you keep putting yourselves in situations.
2: Right. Absolutely. There comes a time when responsibility has to be the word of the day. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to become responsible. You're a multimillionaire. You have potential to make more millions for your family. And you should act accordingly at some point. And that goes back to who you surround yourself with. What are we talking about in the chat?
3: Uh, they said the sound went out. Are we back? Uh,
0: the angle got really big on this.
3: Okay. Hold on.
2: Yeah, so I'll keep rocking. You yeah. you, you get us, because we on live, so, you know.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: We trying to get this in order. I don't know if we in Mercury Retrograde or something. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? But we should be rocking. We
3: good? Yeah,
0: we good.
3: good. All right, let us know out in the chat if we good. Somebody say, I hear y'all fine. All right, we straight.
0: All right, all right. Cool.
3: We scrape. We
2: scrape. Roll it. Scrape. You know what I mean? So yeah. Chris Brown has to associate, and you know, if if I if I if once he did that Michael Jackson piece, yeah. and he won the people back over. Dude, you supposed to be on a straight and narrow, make your good yeah. music, yeah. Uh, to keep certain people around you? So yeah, you know?
0: I, and I, I just want to say he hasn't uh, been able to recover from it.
2: Absolutely. At he at hasn't all. been able to recover, at but all. part of it is his fault.
0: Right, part of it is fault. He's tried to uh, make do, I mean, like, because there's other uh, girls and women who also accuse him of things that he technically hasn't done.
3: But because, but uh, by because association, of, because right. of who you are. Right, because of who like you are. Right, right. So, that's that. Oh, um... Want to talk about Denzel? Yeah, your man Denzel. Um, Let me get what he said.
2: Yeah, get what he said because, uh... I I found this... Denzel is, is usually, um... Quiet. Yeah. When it comes to, uh... You know...
3: So, Politics, But let's see what he said. He said, uh, if the Democrats had won the election, we would never have found out they were using false documents to get warrants to spy on American citizens and political opponents. Whoa, whoa. We would have never known this. He said, think about it. Um, they would have a tool to use over and over again to circumvent the will of the people in future elections. I grew up a Democrat. I get it. But you've got to understand that we dodged a bullet when Clinton lost. More than a bullet, we avoided a war with Russia and we avoided... Uh, the creation of an Aure- Aure- Aurelian police state. Aurelian, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like George Orwell. George yeah, Orwell, yeah.
2: yeah. Aurelian police state. That's a deep statement. Yeah. Uh, that's almost a uh, conspiracy theory-like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For him to make that statement, and um, a- a- again, uh, I'm not saying he's wrong. Mm-hmm. What was your take on his statement in itself?
3: I, I've, I've said on this podcast a few times, mm-hmm. I think we dodged a bullet with Clinton. Because she's a real politician, and absolutely, absolutely, you know I feel like with, with Trump, we we kind of see, we kind of see the enemy, right? Like we know he'll say something wild. Like we know this is wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Clinton is a real politician, and she's been doing, especially with foreign affairs, she's a beast. Oh,
2: oh, she's a beast from foreign. Affairs. So we don't know what she could have been doing. You know what I'm saying? And then she knows Benghazi what to say, right? And all of that stuff that and took she, place she, then. Like she, and she's a seasoned politician because. Her husband was in there for eight years. Right. You know what I mean? So, and she understands the ins and outs. See, what people don't understand about Trump is his naivety.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Yeah. There is a power in that. Yeah. Right? Because he's not following the script. And we think Trump has an agenda. And it may be all of them other politicians sitting comfortably that have the agenda against Trump because his naivety is saying, he's like, yo, I'm a, I'm a corporate man. I'm a businessman. I know that business is fucked up here in America. Let's get our business popping back here in America. I am not a Trump supporter. I don't follow any politics. I am simply just stating the naivety of things. Sometimes there's a power in that because you go into a situation Without predetermined notions or agendas about what you are going to do. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, you're saying, well, how the hell can he run the country? I already told you, he's not running the country. He is the one, he's the, you know, they got their hand up his back and shit. He's the fucking doll and shit. And somebody else is running the country. So don't get, you know, all twisted out about that. He is the cannon fodder. Yeah. He's the one that you're going to, Channel all your anger at But he has No power uh, He has no power yeah. You know what I mean Yeah he can write A few things And they said his ass Can't even read Yeah Yeah Quiet is kept So now that we hashtagging Kanye West Cause he can't read Or yeah. don't read And R. Kelly can't read And write Fuck it may be the year Of the can't read and write I don't know Trump is in Shit Yeah You know
3: What else What else
2: my man Daryl uh, Cook said, America's done. America's cooked. <laughs> yeah, you could be right, King. So. And they all on the same team. Two
3: wings of the same fucking bird. Facts. So, uh, next, we... Uh, so, last week, we, we talked about uh, the the ho-tep nigga, right?
2: Ho-tep nigga. The ho tep- Listen, we've been winning for the last three or four weeks. Yeah, yo. We talk about something, and then when we go peace, we see you next week. Next thing you know, they talking about it. Yeah, that's a fact. I don't, I'm i not saying they listening to us. Clap
3: that up for us, Yeah, let's
2: clap that up. Clap that up for us, man. I'm not saying they listening to us. Maybe we just have a little foresight. Yeah. We called the Kanye West thing and, you know, so forth and so on. Yeah. So we calling it as we see it. And
3: now, just as on cue, we were speaking about the whole tap niggas. Right. And here we go. So... Um, I come I come over here like early in the week and I hear you watch listen to a video mm-hmm. and just by listening to it, I was like, That's the root Because like, I could just tell mm-hmm. where that was from, right? So you wanna talk about the video?
2: Uh yeah, it's a dude who let, let's listen to the video. Okay, uh-huh. it's a brother who wanted to give the world a definition of what a hotep nigga is. Let's listen.
4: What hoteps ultimately want to do is replace white male patriarchy with black male patriarchy. Hey everyone, this is Damon from Very Smart Brothers and you're about to hear the only Hotep explainer you will ever need to hear. If someone has some lotion nearby, please help me out because it's about to get real ashy. Hotep is an Egyptian word that means peace. It's basically like the Egyptian version of what's good to become a way to describe a certain level of like performative pro-blackness. These Hoteps Aren't just super pro-black. They're also anti-women, anti-gay, anti-trans people. Basically, anti-everything that is in the straight black. Man. What separates them from genuine pro-blackness is that their pro-blackness is limiting. It doesn't include people who fit outside their definitions of what a black person is supposed to be. A hot starter kit. You need like a vat, a vat of ash. You know how. You could walk outside and you'll see, like, you know, 21-year-old white women carrying little dogs in their purses, Well, hoteps, hoteps carry ash like women carry dogs in purses. It's basically, ash is a hotep shih tzu. Maybe you have a beard with no mustache that seems to be like a hotep look. You need a copy of the Willie Lynch letter. You know, it's part of the hotep bible. You need an attache just to carry all of your conspiracy theories around with you because I can imagine that could be pretty exhausting to carry them all in your head. What makes the Hotep the Hotep is what comes out of his mouth. Remember that scene in Don't Be a Menace? Um, it was right in the beginning during the out.
1: Can you do me a favor my brown skin, Angel? Can you tap that white girl for me?
4: He is like the embodiment of, of Hotep.
1: My milk of magnesia. It's not
4: a bad thing to be pro-black. I mean, we are, you know, supposed to be black and proud. Blackness is limitless. Blackness is beautiful. Blackness is awesome. To a hotel, blackness is static.
1: What's up? I'm PJ with the Root. We're dedicated to bringing you more series and videos like that. That's this. enough of together.
4: that.
2: Okay. And I know y'all heard that out in the chat room. He's trolling. He is. But he has a platform. And inside of his trolling... He's, uh, again, with that gay agenda. We know that's that gay agenda shit going on. And The Root is a gay organization, is it not?
3: Yeah. Um, the So the original owner of Gawker, which The Root is kind of like a subsidiary under, is um, his name is Nick Denton. He is a gay dude. He's a, he's actually married to a black dude. And the, the book I'm reading by Ryan Holiday is how, it's called Conspiracy by Ryan Holiday. It's really good. It's how um, they kind of destroyed Gawker. But... Uh, those blog sites got bought by Univision, mm-hmm. which is white owned, right? And when you hear, when you see like the real articles come up, there's always like a real underlying agenda of like against straight black men. Mm. I don't mm. care what anybody says.
2: If you if you pay close attention, if... they're attacking straight black I men. I don't care
3: what anybody says.
2: Shout out to straight black pride, Keisha, my man Tad, and uh. Irritated genie and all that, you know what I'm saying? Clap them up.
3: Right. I thought you them. So as we were um last week when we were talking about the the um last week we we spoke about the whole Tep nigga episode on uh dear white people and I said like there's a real underlying, you know, war going on between I guess conscious people and black intellectual people. Absolutely when they like to, you know, like the Mark my hills, Michael Eric Dyson. There's a you know there's a little rift between those those two you know um, people, those two groups. And over the weekend there was an article, there was a hashtag started. I don't know who started it, mm-hmm. but I think I, I think it was the Root um, people that started it. And if it was them, it completely backfired because people were off. It was called um Thank You to Root. Mm. And people were flipping on them I'm, I'm going to read some of them
2: Yeah read some of them Because people definitely Was going in uh, You know we're in a day And time now too Where people are catching The bullshit early yeah. You know what I'm saying People are catching it man and, and you know what I'm saying And I'm with that as well Catch that
3: uh, Somebody said uh, Hashtag thank you to Ruth For teaching me that Masculinity and straight black men are more dangerous than HIV and AIDS of the LBG2 ooh, community. Ooh.
2: Mm. I would drop a flex bomb to that if I had one.
3: Somebody said, uh, the same person said, thank you to, hashtag thank you to Root for telling black men, for for telling us black men are the biggest killer of black women that heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, or anything the CDC says. Facts. The facts. straight black straight men. Straight black men are the, are the big killers. Yo, I remember on the Breakfast Club last year, they yeah, had... Yeah,
2: and, i uh, sorry, Def Rocker I she definitely went in. They, or um, he put them on blast.
3: They um the Breakfast Club. They had two uh two prominent uh, black feminists on there, mm-hmm. and one of them literally said, "She said uh, men are the number one killers of black women.'" Yeah, a few and, times, and nobody and, checked. And, and, her. and nobody
2: checked them. Nobody see. See, they're afraid. You know, you get in them corporate positions now, and they act afraid because that you know that that's money like coming you. in. Absolutely, and that's why independence is important. Uh, you know, what I'm saying being able to have your own voice and your own, you know, your own outlet is important because these agendas are coming out the woodworks.
3: Yeah. Um, somebody else said, uh, "Thank you, the rule for providing white supremacists with all the ammo they need to to justify harming and killing black boys and men." Mm. Excellent. Yo, they had an article. Um, It was called How to Be Less Dangerous to White People. Like, that was actually posted. That was by the root. By the root. That was actually posted. How to Be
2: Less Dangerous to White People.
3: Or they had this other one. This is uh, this year or last year. uh, Straight back men are the white people of black people. Wow. If that's not agenda, like, I don't know. That's agenda all
2: day. But again, if they they rocking with the gay machine, then, you know, their their agenda becomes extremely clear.
3: Yeah, and um, so... I think after the... Because it was two waves. It was hashtag the root articles. And I think that kind of got co-opted by people that were really going in on them. So mm-hmm. one of the writers wrote a response about it. And one thing he pointed... One thing he said, which was I thought was interesting. He said that um, every oppressed group wants the, the chance to be the oppressor. Right? I, and I, he was talking about, again, heterosexual black men or cisgendered black men. I don't, I, I don't know these terms. Yeah, right? yeah. But then... The way that blog platform works, they bully people. You're, you're bullying people. you becoming what you're... You're, what you're becoming what
2: you're saying that other people are doing. Yeah. You it, are the oppressed, and now you're trying to oppress other people. Mm-hmm. With your platform. With your platform. So now you have chosen black men to oppress.
3: Right. With your platform. Right. And then uh, at the end, he said, like, oh, um, every guy at this... Um, Every man at, that's employed by the root is a straight black man, which is a bold-faced lie,
2: dude. The dude who was
3: given—if uh, you saw the no. video of the dude who was
2: telling this story—I don't know, I don't
3: know. No, but even even like a few of the writers like flat out said, like, oh, I'm, I'm a queer man, or I'm a this man, absolutely. I'm a this man." You know I'm absolutely. saying, so I'm just like your fam, like, what, what is it? What, what you lying yeah, for? Yeah, absolutely absolutely so i thought that was i thought that was um interesting I, and i was mad i missed it on twitter like i was yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't know how i missed it
2: yeah but i remember Tyreek she was definitely going in on yeah. that hard
3: body and i didn't realize first of all and one time they had an article about Shea Butter and if they should if they should support no Shea Same Moisture if they should support them just because they're black owned um company mm-hmm. when they're not even a black owned company ooh ooh wow you know what I'm saying? So so that's Agenda. Yeah, Agenda, yeah. You are
2: tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, next, T.I. T.I. Wasn't we speaking <laughs> about T.I. last week? Uh, I think we were. We were speaking about T.I. What were we? What, what? 1-800-TIP. Yeah, we was talking oh, yeah, about wait, wait, wait. <laughs> how he, you know, he became a hashtag
3: yeah.
2: for the government and yeah. shit. Go looking, go listen to the show. We definitely yeah. was talking about it.
3: Um he got arrested uh 2 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um for I guess disorderly conduct or wh- He
2: got arrested for breaking into his own house. No, he
3: was trying to get into his own gated community and he didn't have his key. He went out drinking, forgot his key. Tried to get back in. The security guard said he felt threatened. They called the cops. He got arrested.
2: Oh, and like he didn't know who TI was. Right. And so he felt threatened. He felt threatened. You know that's the new thing going on. I'm gonna start calling the cops on white people. I'm just gonna say, start... yes, I saw a white man in my neighborhood. I'm feeling threatened. Uh, please send a unit. Uh, yeah. That,
0: that might not even work. That
2: that's even
3: true, work. Eli. That might
0: And not then <laughs> also speaking of the cops, the uh, one of the white ladies called. Uh, the police all oh, over. they made a
2: meme of her. She all did the barbecue. Over the barbecue. Yeah, yeah two a couple yeah. guys barbecuing, and they, yeah, they, they, it's but, memes all over. For but them.
0: this was
3: interesting. This was only interesting because like he is in a gated community, right? Right. You feel like you have earned certain privileges living in it because he has a really big house. So but like that's
2: hashtag still nigga. Hashtag st- Jay Z rapped about it. Jay Z rapped about that hashtag still nigga. Mm-hmm. You rich nigga, poor nigga. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. House nigga, feel nigga, you still nigga. So don't ever think your neighborhood is going to give you the privileges that you, because at the end of the day, you still a nigga. Yeah. And when he was in jail, he was asking the officer, like, why did you arrest me? And the officer was basically saying, listen, shut up. Yeah. I arrested you because you were acting, uh, you know, and so forth. So we have to understand uh, how that made him feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's worked hard. Uh, his political game is is, is on the rise because, you mm-hmm. know, he's he's active now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure I, I don't, uh, you know, in in, in, the, in the spirit of urban excellence, make sure I don't throw him under the bus. He has been active. And, um, you know what I mean? With that being said, and he shouldn't be treated like that. Yeah. Under any circumstances, he shouldn't be treated like that, but he shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Right? So you shouldn't be treated like that, but you definitely
3: shouldn't be surprised. But then that just also shows, like, um, the way we put our black celebrities on pedestals, they still are nothing, comp- like, um, in the eyes of white America.
2: No, listen, they are trailer park, trash white people who would rather be that rather than, than to be a celebrity black person. Right. Even though they may cheer you on, as crazy as mm-hmm. that may sound, they'd be like, well, shit, at least I'm white. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I forget, it was Bill Burr, one of them comedians, said, yo, uh, uh, C.K. Lewis. He said, man, if, if I come back and they ask me what I want to be, a oh, fuck, I'm going to take this white shit again. I'll double up. <laughs> you mean this white shit? This white shit is working. You know what I mean? And I understood in, in, in just what he was saying. Yeah. And he said, if I went into a time machine, any year I go to, they say, oh, a white person, sir, we have a table right over here right. for you. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's, it's interesting, but it also ties back into...
3: Um, Classism is what got him into the gated community, right? Right. Yo, remember, we remember we were talking about um, Diddy was talking about. Let's, he wanted to buy the, uh, the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers, right? Right. And people was like, "Yeah, they should sell it to Diddy." Diddy talking about like, he he's trying to get with Steph Curry to pull their money together, and he still didn't have enough money to do it. Uh, the, the Carolina Panthers were just sold to some uh, investor for two point two billion. Two point two billion, the highest team ever sold 2.2 billion dollars and i tell people
2: when i said jay-z excuse me that was the ice cube um when jay-z yeah. was at the top of the bottom that wasn't a knock on him yeah it's just saying if you're going to look at it in the grand scheme of things he has no money so when when we say shit like oh uh, jay-z need to do something for the black community I'm going to get to that in a second. But if Jay-Z, Diddy, Oprah, then if they all put their money together, they don't have enough money to save the black community. So you have to get that out of your head. So all of this save us shit, that's victim consciousness as well, right? And save you from what? You know what I mean? That's another thing. Now, I'm not talking about kids who need scholarships because they're doing their work and they need a break here and there. But half the people are sitting on their ass complaining about these very same people and then you want these people to put their money together to do what for you? Save you from what? And you ain't saving yourself. You know what I mean? LeBron has got an organization that sends all the kids in Akron to college for free. And he has a program now to even help you get your GED. Fuck, you want him to take the test for you too? I mean, what more can he do in that essence? You know what I mean? So it's very clear that, you know, we have a, a long way to go, but there's classism got him into the gated community because right. he had the money. Racism to get your ass down at the precinct. Right. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you clear because there's classism and racism. Two different issues, but make sure you clear on them because classism, they'll take your money, but you still nigga. Hashtag. Let's clap that up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you should clap at right that, but... I know I,
2: I'm clapping up that your point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my jump shot was on. You okay. know what I'm saying? I went through my legs twice. I hit the I hit the fadeaway on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to make that point, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts.
3: Yeah, that was just like sometimes you just that's a that's a, a reality check. Like a lot, what we think is money is really no money. It's no money.
2: It's no money. Warren Buffett has got what ninety billion.
3: Yeah, something right now.
2: Him, yeah. him and, and, and and your boy Gates. And
3: uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. from Amazon. Yeah. He, he and both. the
2: dude from Mexico, the telecom, them yeah. four dudes alone yeah. can save the goddamn universe. <laughs> the rest of you niggas is just, so don't, yeah. stop with this, where, where's my handout? Why Jay-Z ain't doing nothing well, Jay-Z don't fucking know you. We have this issue that just because you made it, why aren't you making it is my question. mm I looked out the window and watched that little kid shoot jump shots from 4 in the morning when I was smoking a joint and shit. And then he go pro and he can't come back to the hood because he got to pay a tax to me. And I didn't do shit. Right. Stop. I got four baby mamas and shit. I'm still robbing niggas in the hood. And he owes me. And that's the mentality as long as we have our handout from somebody else. Now, that doesn't mean Jay Z. On his own, might not want to do some ph- uh, philanthropy right. and 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 all, start an organization. Diddy has a school in Harlem. That's two different things. But the fact that you uh, uh, insist that these people owe you, you know how many meetings Jay Z had to sit in. And I'm not. This ain't hashtag big up Jay Z. But just the corporate game he had to learn, uh, the backstabbing, all of these yeah. things to put himself in position. To maybe be a billionaire, and Dr. Dre, and all of these people, and that corporate game is ruthless. I just told you about the book I'm reading. Oh, this it's book, read? Oh man, I was sitting. He was just telling me about the book. Yeah, like it's,
3: it's, it's called oh. Conspiracy by Ryan Holiday, and it's ruthless. Like it's like the the, the way money just kind of just play money and money how it can manipulate the love. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And it's perfectly when you, illegal. When your
2: money is long, yeah, you can like, get you things can do, done.
3: You can do whatever you want. It was it was crazy. Absolutely. So like you and then we think about these uh these theories as consp- we think of conspiracy theories as far-fetched like this stuff happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tough. Like right now um uh a Norwegian newspaper is the one that kind of outed title for fudging their numbers. Yeah, Spotify is a Norwegian. It's from Norway.
2: Ah, so we putting pieces together Nothing. now. So the ones that threw Spotify, I mean, a title T- under the bus, Norwegian Spotify, because it's a war going on. Right. Do not think listen, listen. When you talking billions of dollars, these people will kill your whole family with no hesitation, and you have to understand that. Like if you think if you think I could come up with a way to run your car off water. And I got my chest poked out, and I'm going to hold a press conference. I'll get popped in my dome before I even finish right. because it's billions. Of you, so you mean these people who are making billions every year are just going to let me come through and say, I can run your car. That's what happened to Nikola Tesla. Yo. That's, that, that's what I was going
0: to bring
3: up. Yeah. Yo. I teach you about Nikola Tesla. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You told me about that.
3: Yo, when um Drake and, and Meek were going at it, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people said that Jay Z was the one kinda pulling the strings because he was because um Drake is on Apple. I mean Right, right. Like, like he's actually like an Apple music like artist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Meek was on title. So he so it was a lot of rumour going around that Jay Z was actually pulling the strings so to convince people like, yo, you need to get over here with us. Well that's what happened when,
2: when, when Fifty Cent and Kanye went to war. Remember, they released their albums the same day, and it was a war of the albums, 50 album against Kanye, and at the last minute when 50 performed on BET and then Kanye came out and performed, at the last minute, Jay-Z popped out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that took the crowd crazy and tipped the scales, and Kanye beat 50, even though I thought 50 had a tough album. I think... As a, album was, album, as, yeah, a as a hip-hop album, yeah, as a hip-hop album, I thought it was tough. You know, too. Kanye had his, his fluffy flashing light shit and all that,
3: yeah. but this shit was like a hard-body hip-hop album. Was, oh, this is like off-tangent, but um, one of my boys tweeted, like, everything, with all of this, y'all mad at Kanye, y'all mad at mum rap, y'all mad at the way music has gone, would have been avoided if y'all had just listened to 50s album.
2: Absolutely. If you, if you think about it. Absolutely. <laughs> he, he, he gave you the first heads up. Somebody in the chat room said Jay-Z has no uh, black employees at Title the one. Yeah, that is a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? So again, that's why I preference what I said. This isn't hashtag big up Jay-Z. I'm just using him as a reference point because it could be Jay-Z, Diddy, any of these dudes who are making this money. And a lot of times we assume that they're old. I, I don't expect anybody outside of me to control me. You know what I mean? So... And that'll plug into um, your man uh, J Cole was on uh, spot. was on. Uh, he did an interview with uh, Angie Martinez. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, 10.5 Yeah, one
0: yeah, 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 power
2: one oh five. And it was a very, very, very good interview. And he's very insightful. And I want to backtrack on something because um, as we talk about hashtag Urban Excellence. A couple of weeks ago, I said his album was mundane, and that could be taken out of taken taken out of context. Mm-hmm. I wasn't saying because I had already said he was a brilliant artist. No. Uh, he's a genius for what he does. Yada yada yada. But um, for 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 those who have never uh, heard me speak, they may have taken that literally, and I didn't want that to be taken literally. I just was saying. From where I'm pulling from, from hip hop, that I
3: expected more.
2: You know what I mean. Right. So his album was brilliantly mundane. How about that?
3: And we, I don't we, know. Were just, we were just saying the message, like the message, we not get... him as an artist. Right. He's the message adult is mundane
2: artist, and I think he has his head on right. He said some things about Kanye. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said free thinking is enslaved thinking. You have the sound. You have the, sound? Yeah, have the sound. Yeah, I have the sound, but let me. Let me preface this. If I just said that with no soundbite or nothing, I said, J. Cole says free thinking is enslaved thinking. We'd all be going, what the fuck is J. Cole talking right. about? So this is, ties back into a couple of weeks ago, context. So let's listen to his message to find out if we can get some context and what he really meant.
1: All right. Now, in addition, he talks about the whole free thinking, and here's what he had to say about uh, Kanye's free thinking.
2: Somebody else sees this as like, that's right.
1: Love is the answer.
2: It's like, yeah, those are nice catchphrases. And those catchphrases are true.
4: Or uh free thinking.
1: Yes. Catchphrase. Yes, yes. free thinking. But it's not free thinking. It's enslaved thinking. It's thinking that's uh, a slave to your own ego. You're not free thinking when
2: your ego is pulling the strings. But mm-hmm. it's a nice catchphrase. It's a good catchphrase. It's very easy to catch on to. Yeah. Like, make America great again. Be sounding good. But it's like, what's yeah. the intention here?
1: Is it for the people? Or is it for this one person? To me, Trump is like a similar figure. This is a dude who the only end goal is I
2: gotta be the man.
1: He's right about that. And you can't be a free thinker if you are committed to one political party. Because if you are committed to a particular party, then you have their ideas and their thoughts and you regurgitate a lot of their rhetoric. That's so a not lot free of what people were saying after that, uh, Kanye was, oh, free thinking. Oh, all right.
2: Yeah. So you get the gist of it. I don't know if it came across loud enough. Uh... But that was his statement. It's basically saying free thinking is enslaved thinking because uh, now you, your your free thinking is enslaved to your ego. And now we're getting ultra intelligent with this shit because if that is the case, then every level your conscious, super conscious, subconscious levels are all going to play some fact into you trying to uh, uh, generate a free thought. You know what I mean? So it's 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 important. Uh, I, I think I'm I'm getting
3: what he's trying to say. Listen, my thing with with his statement is to say free thinking is enslaved thinking because it's your ego, right? That's all perception. Mm, right? Mm. So from where he's standing, I f- it feels like he doesn't he obviously doesn't like what Kanye was talking about. So he's saying that's his slave, that's his ego talking. Mm, right. Mm. But Kanye can say just like he said it That's your ego talking Absolutely Absolutely You know what I'm saying like, I don't I didn't understand I, I don't know I thought it was, That was mundane Yeah
2: Absolutely That was mundane Sometimes niggas is so deep They shallow Right You right. know what I mean So we have to be very clear uh, You know Free thinking isn't slave thinking That's like saying uh, Fucking uh, So what What's the opposite of free thinking Tell me, what's the, if, if, if the goal is not free thinking, then what's the opposite? Enslaved thinking? So what you just said was nothing. Yeah, he literally said nothing. I had no value. I didn't go, oh shit. Like that meme <laughs> with that dude be like, whoa. That <laughs> from,
3: was deep. From the
2: Yeah, just like, whoa. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. He has to, you know, I understand he was sitting down with with Angie and it's it's a very good interview when you see the entire interview. But that statement just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because a free thought is not as easy to obtain as you think it is. Because if you read books and you're watching TV, all of these things are influencing our thought process. And now social media is truly influencing our thoughts.
3: What would have been dope? If he would have just said, "I hear what he's saying, I understand what he's saying, but I, I don't agree," he would have been better off saying been better that. Off I, saying I don't that. agree with, with his
2: statement. <laughs> like literally, because free thinking is enslaved thinking. <laughs> it's like reverse of free. <laughs> you know what I mean, nigga? Don't try to be super. Yeah, like you know what I mean. You're, when you
3: first played that, I was really sitting there like, "What? Like what, <laughs> nigga? What?" I mean don't get me wrong the the um the concept of ego is fascinating it is it is fascinating it is and I, I and I know you just
2: recently read a couple of books
3: yeah it's called ego is the enemy it was actually on my uh, top 10 books list mm-hmm. on Urban next TV go check that out but it was fascinating gotcha and like when you think like, again when you think um when you when it comes to ego right you think overconfidence, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you need it, but sometimes it, it'll you kind know, of steer you in the wrong direction. Absolutely. Like it's, 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 Absolutely. it's actually fascinating.
2: Absolutely, you know what I mean? You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. What else we got cooking?
3: Oh, uh, this this happened um, yesterday, I think. Oh, what up, Gail? Gail oh. Jackson's in the building. Oh, shout out to Gail Jackson. Yeah,
2: what up, Joe Starks, enslaved? So, to being um, PC, okay.
3: What's up with the uh, the, the lawyer?
2: Oxymoron, yeah. Shaheen Kamel. What's up with that? That's the... an
3: oxymoron. That's like plagiarism. Yeah. <laughs> this is like jumbo
2: shrimp and shit. Nigga said some jumbo shrimp. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> a fat nigga named Tiny. He said, Because you could be a fat nigga, but if your name is Tiny, are you a fat nigga? Like, really? really? Like, wait. Um, the lawyer. I don't know if the people out... We saw a lawyer in New York City who went on an immigration rant. Yeah. He ordered a sandwich. His sandwich was ordered. He had already paid for it, got his sandwich. And the customer behind him and the, cu- and, and the worker started speaking in Spanish. Now, I will say this. Spanish people have a connection between them that's tight. And if you... Gotta, 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 gotta. You speak that shit... It's like a bond. They will fuck you up. They'll pull out knives and cut your ass. Yeah, my wife is, is part Spanish. She, you know, they'll fucking cut you. You know what I mean? So they have. Or it's sort of like the black nod. Like if a black person yeah. is across the room and you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what up, man? Yeah, nigga. yeah. She's white people. It's fuck crazy. You yeah, know
3: what I, was, I uh, when I was working at uh, my corporate job. I was I would see like one person, one black person a day. Right. And I, we would just give each other the head nod, and I. To this day, I never spoke to that person. Never had
2: to speak to him. But it was I just a universal knew. Yeah, language. I just knew. Like, yo, bro, are you here? Yeah. Are you hey? You know how we <laughs> yeah. do? So, so Spanish people use their language as a way, and he must have got frustrated. But well, let's hear what he had to say. Shit. Clients at your staff yeah. Yeah.
0: is speaking Spanish to customers when they no, should be speaking very violent. I mean, sometimes they do. Yeah. Every person I listen to, he's spoken. He's spoken. She's speaking it.
1: It's America. They, your, yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> he is America. It is America. He's very ignorant. He's, He's ignorant. Yeah. He very ignorant.
0: And he oh, shouldn't should, should be allowed know, I will be following up. And my what guess is, is they're evil? not documented. So ignorant. my next call is to ICE to have each one of them kicked out of my country. You're... If they have the balls to come ignorant. here and live off of my money, I pay for their welfare, I pay for their ability to be here. The least they can do is. No
3: welfare? Yes. Such an ignorant.
1: <laughs> because of people like you, are nation is at stake. Hot ice. It. ice. ice. So maybe maybe you should nice. eat that sandwich today. Take a break from
3: the food. Maybe you should get hit by a car, you piece. Of <laughs> she said, "Maybe you should get hit by a car, you piece of shit." Uh, that's like cognitive dissonance on like
0: high oh, steroids. Yeah, man. You know what I
2: mean? He's like, "Listen, you spoke Spanish, and you spoke Spanish, and and this shit shouldn't be happening." Here, okay? And I'm going to call ICE. And, and, and they're on my welfare. They're getting welfare off me. Yo, they just clown, homie. No, but the like, all right, you're based
3: in New York City. Dude. It's 200
2: languages spoken in New York City alone. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, like, come you know, on. New York City is a melting pot. And like, for you it, to have the audacity to say, I don't want you speaking English
0: or
3: Spanish,
2: or Spanish yeah. while I'm serving, you know, customers.
3: It's,
0: it's their culture. It's, it's their culture. Do. It's like when we speak good.
3: Like, there's no actual official language in America. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. There's no official language. English. Nope. The king's English. And they said by, I forgot. What was, How about out you? Some, wow. some, um, I forgot, by some year they said like Spanish might be the predominant language. Because yes, so because
2: many. so many different cultures yeah. speak it. And side note, if you're out there looking for a job right now, if you are bilingual, that mm-hmm. is a plus on your application. Because that means you can deal with a multiple, you know, people. You know, you can't work in McDonald's and that shit today and can't speak in Spanish. It'll fuck your order. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You better speak a little Espanol. Un poquito Espanol. Okay, a little. Because if not, they will fuck your order
3: up. Yeah, so thought that, thought that was... Yeah, funny. but but
2: it's also typical. And that same dude went on a rant two years ago. Another dude has him on tape. Oh yeah, he was a Trump supporter. Yeah, and now uh, on on Yelp he's got one star. Yeah. So the people are going in, and it's another thing. The fascinating thing about social media is they'll find your real name. Yeah. <laughs> they found that lady who called the cops on them two yeah. dudes having a cookout. She was a lawyer. Well, she was a, a professor. A professor. So they getting your shit. Yeah. They getting, be careful out there because they're getting your shit. Yeah, y'all don't want You know what I mean? And be like, no, that's Black Dot. Yeah, we saw that nigga. That nigga be on the show every <laughs> week. He stole those cookies oh shit. You know what I mean? What's up with the chat? What's going on in the chat? We love y'all out there. Absolute, this is not America. We live in the United States. It's a corporation, facts. Uh, shit might be fake, but I felt good knowing he's having backlash mm-hmm. okay motherfucker's lucky they ain't speaking german facts
3: what does this you say uh, he really? was he was kicked out of, out of his lease at his office wow
2: oh yeah so shit none started popping i'm anti puerto rican lots lots of laughs i wasn't raised by spanish language or culture my wife is a fake Puerto Rican. She don't speak no Spanish. <laughs> at all. I can't get no discounts at the bodega. I'm like, speak that shit. Get me in the credit books. Because, you know, they in Spanish, they got a credit book for they people. Like, you don't have no money. They'll write your name in the book when you get your check and shit. She don't speak none of that shit. We can't get no discounts.
3: You know what I mean? This is some bullshit. Somebody said uh, J. Cole didn't give his generalized definition of what free thinking was. If you listen carefully, he addressed how he felt about Kanye's words. What does that mean? I don't know.
2: Again, in context, you know, he gave an hour and a half piece and he did readdress some of the issues regarding Kanye, but I thought he was, maybe he was just trying to say that's just a slogan that Kanye was throwing out there as, mm. as uh, uh, you know, because he said Kanye samples sound bites. Mm. So maybe he's saying this free thinking shit, that shit sounds cool, but it's a more deeper underlining tone to it. Well, then say that. Say that sounds cool, but in order to reach a level of free thought, there's a process in which you have to go through to examine this or that, or you know what I mean? So, somebody said, What's up with Bobby Hemmett? Um, I haven't heard uh, about the legendary Bobby Hemmett, uh, what his condition is. I, um, you would probably have to reach out to Panic. Uh, Panic does a show, I believe, on, on YouTube or something. Yeah, so reach out to brother Panic, he would know uh, more about Bobby's uh,
3: condition. But shout out. The great Bobby Hammond. And also, the thing with um, when it comes to like saying free thought comes from ego, if you're not like a monk, like a stoic, like one of the philosophers, any thought comes, you, you, any decision you make really comes from ego. Like some. At, at, at it has to originate from somewhere. From somewhere. So and your I goal
2: just... in your life is trying to battle your ego and to uh, master your ego yeah. and not let your ego burn you out. To the point where it resides yeah. within the driver's seat. You don't want your ego in the driver's seat, but your ego does play a part of who
3: you are. Somebody asked about the uh the new Spike Lee Black Klansman movie. Black
2: Klansman Is I it, saw the coming which, attraction. Yeah.
3: I thought it looked good. Yeah, I, I thought it was a
2: brilliant concept. It, I as hope well. it, yeah. I think that's a true story too. Oh, okay. I okay. hope it's good. Because Spike
3: Lee, he
1: hasn't
0: really
2: No, he ain't hitting the minute. He yeah. ain't hitting the minute.
0: Has it been since uh, Malcolm X?
2: Nah. No, no, he said a couple of times since then, but, but it's uh, it's 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 been a minute. Uh, what else we got going on in the chat?
3: Oh. Uh, mama rap is technically free throw, ain't it?
2: Um, for me, uh, oh, you and Master Chief voice was good, fam. I remember we gave you a platform <laughs> at LIU to get on stage and spit some rhymes. I don't know if that was the first time you was ever on stage. Me and Professor Griff had to be about ten, maybe 10, 11, 12, 13 years ago, if memory serves me correct.
3: So shout out to the God. Did you Did you listen to that song I sent you by mm-hmm. YBN? Yeah, that was coordinate.
2: a great. He had a response to J Cole's to 1985. J. Cole's 1985 song, and I thought he did a masterful job. There's a crew of them, but he
3: like that 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 can raps.
2: Yeah, he and he got he he gave you a different perspective. Saying, and, and he said what I said. You old school dudes need to get y'all shit together. Yeah. He's
3: you know like, what I mean? Yo, you are telling me to follow uh, these old dudes, but all all of my heroes are getting brought up on on, oh, charges, on charges. R.
2: Kelly and Bill Cosby. He's like, what and, you want me to do? And this one, and I'm out here trying to hustle and find my yeah. way. So I thought his response was intelligent. His response wasn't "fuck you, nigga." I don't give a shit. He gave a verbal response off the same beat. Yeah. And yes, it was dope.
3: Bamboozled was Spike Lee's last joint? Okay. now You know what's crazy? Bamboozled was a really good concept, but it was just it was so heavy-handed. Like, Spike Lee is just so heavy-handed, and when he tries yes, to convey... Yes, yes, yes. You, know, like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I wanna, sometimes I really want to like it. Like, he can-
2: Should we focus on uh, uh, Kofi Abu? I'm sorry if I'm brutalizing your name. Should we focus on the messenger or the message? I always say the message. The messenger has his own uh, trials and tribulations. Remember, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And if you get caught into people, when they remove the chair from them, you fall too. In J. Cole's interview with Angie Martinez, he's talking about false prophets. Mm -hmm. Who he spoke about Kanye and prophesied about Kanye and other things. You know, like these are regular people but the universe has a way of using all of us. It's some amazing things that come through some of the brothers in my hood. You know what I'm saying? Some killers, this, that, Uh, but they're vessels. We are all vessels. So take the message and you shouldn't be moving on anything other than what you are doing. And I'm really big on that. I don't follow nobody nowhere. I don't join no organizations because I don't work well with others. You know what I'm saying? Because then I got to deal with egos and this and that. Doesn't mean I won't show up and support and give my time, energy, and money to a cause. But I am not going to be weekly in your meetings listening to that shit you talking like you are the exalted one and all of that. It's it's not going to happen. And I learned that from Bobby
3: Hemmett. Shout out to Bobby. Shout out. Uh, No, I didn't see Chirac by Spike Lee because... The, 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 the trailer looked bad and he, yeah, has, I, didn't he see, has, I didn't see the shot he right? has a he has a um uh series on Netflix the sheet from she's gotta have it oh okay yeah did i did i like
2: that i like the original movie she's gotta have it uh but i don't i don't, I don't know about the series i i didn't watch it so in in in, in real urban excellence fashion i don't want to speak okay on it because i haven't watched it you know what i mean so copy, uh copy. you know what i mean copy Alright, so what
3: else we got going on? Is that it for the day? That might be it for the day. Oh, so, uh, you know, you got some? Uh, no, nah, I, I would, uh, continue,
0: my boy. Uh-huh.
3: So, a lot of people don't know, my pops used to spit back in the day. Yeah. All right? And this is the, what was it, was it yesterday? Day before yesterday? Uh, day before yesterday
2: was the 30th anniversary of yeah. Of this album I released on B-Boy Records. Let's clap that up. up. I almost missed the deadline. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's been 30 years. And not a lot of people can say uh, that they got an album that they put out 30 years ago. Um, Somebody asked me, was it a classic? No, but it was comparable to the albums Mm -hmm. of that day. Meaning, we had had the hit single. Mm -hmm. Everybody had to have that. We had a song called Bronx is Back about our borough. Everybody mm-hmm. represented their borough back then. Uh, we had a song that said we don't need crack to get the party jumping. That was our social mm-hmm. song, you know, about not doing crack. Uh, we had a song about our DJ called When Money is on the Mix. You know, because right. at then you always bid up your DJ. Uh, you know, we had a love song, you know, for the ladies. So we had a, a, a bunch of songs that represented what hip-hop was during that time. You see, we got the Red, Black, and Green yeah. uh, album cover, uh, so, but no, it wasn't a classic, but I do think if J, if, if KRS-One didn't say, B-Boy records, you just can't trust making funky music, it's a month, some number one, because now he was on job records, because wow. he had got screwed, um, I thought the album had a chance and potential to do some things, but it came out before a lot of Legends albums, so... You know, from that standpoint, it's thirty like the, years is kind of
0: like the kickstart.
2: The kickstart. What are you talking about, Eli? Like the, like Eli, the, we be pay you to work the cameras, not give us these off-base, goddamn <laughs> opinions. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I just mean like the, the, the uh '80s,
0: kind of before the '80s, like the, yeah, the, oh the yeah, little, it, the little it, yeah, it's jump start. yeah, it's, it's a right.
2: jumpstart. It's a start from the '80s, and '88 was a was probably the best year in hip hop, and uh, in my humble opinion, um, so. With that being said, tonight's show First of all, where can we be reached?
3: Uh, We can be reached on Instagram and Twitter At UrbanX underscore NYC And for the actual blog, for the written articles UrbanX dot NYC You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts Google Play, CastBox, uh, Spotify, Audio Audioboom And yeah and that's and you, and Urban X TV, for the people that's watching.
0: Hold on, subscribe. Real quick, real quick. I know I'm behind the camera. I'm 18. I heard Joyce from my dad's album. He body that.
2: Okay, uh, I played a song called Joyce. It's uh, one of the greatest story rhymes ever written, and I wrote it in 1983. And it talks about you know me meeting this girl and she giving me AIDS. And that's in 1983, eight years before Magic Johnson came out with AIDS. So to show you how advanced it is, I'm going to play that next week for y'all at the end of the show. But on this show, I'm going to play the one single that Red Alert... He
3: thought he had AIDS. He yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I didn't have AIDS. So I, I just was throwing it in the rhyme <laughs> because I thought it was cool to say at that particular yeah, you, time. You, you, um, you, yeah, be, you be wilding up here. I be wilding <laughs> up here. Um, you be up here. So Red Alert played this on 98.7 KISS for 12 straight weeks. And he made me feel like a legend in my hood. Because back then, we didn't want anything but to have our record played. It wasn't about sales. It wasn't about none of that kind of stuff. It was simply about uh, just having your record played on the radio. And I thought that was dope. Anything in there before the chat, before I get to that?
3: Uh, No, play that.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. we see you next week. Next week.
1: I go AWOL. AWOL, the quiet star on the court. I won't rush it. If I go to late, get in my way, I'm gonna flush it. But think like about retaliating, you'll get caught. Because I rule the sport, and you can kill that thought. My rapping skill is what you find unique. And I always stand tall with my contingency. I'm the tallest of the crew, Ooh, and I'm furious. And, and if you're still curious, curious it's, it's delirious. delirious. Ooh, Me, MCKD, the top. You know, I'm Rebel Slender, but not on crack And the girls call me Dwayne The fellas call me Black around the way Where? Where I stay, Ray And them sisters the to call me Kane Hey, pretty mama, watch your behavior I know you say girl other chocolate flavor Why? It's i I'm the darkest of my posse We're tall, tall, Yo, what about me? Yo, Money Ray, you're supposed to be the DJ Save it, okay? I got something to say Cause I'm handsome And all your fly girls know it I'm not shy, I won't front and I'll show it It's a natural thing, girl, I never outgrow it I'm Money the DJ, the part-time poet I get fame for all the Fly Girls I tame I always keep money, why? Cause that's my name, don't take no shorts Cause only Fly Girls can get it And I'll admit it, girl, if you're ugly, I ain't with it Word! Cause all the Fly Girls try to hold us for ransom Why, Money Raider? Cause it's tall, dark and handsome Tall, dark and handsome tall dark and
2: handsome peace peace the first ones to sample michael jackson in 1988 tall dark and handsome oh, we out of here peace
1: This podcast is brought to you by PAPER,
3: tutors for all. When students struggle at school, finding a tutor can make a real difference. But tutors are expensive and most families can't afford one. What if that changed? What if tutoring was affordable? What if it was free? What if it was available 24-7 in multiple languages? Now it is. With PAPER, schools can offer every single student free 24-7 access to tutoring. Visit PAPER.co
2: to find out if your child has access to PAPER today.